Space, the final frontier. This is the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. Its mission to explore the solar system, to seek out new observations and data, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. And now the host of the Observer's Notebook, Tim Robertson. Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. I'm Tim Robertson, the host of the podcast and also the coordinator of the training program within the ALPO. I want to thank you for downloading and listening. The ALPO collects and analyzes observations of various solar system bodies and associated phenomenon and publishes detailed reports concerning these bodies in its quarterly publication known as the Journal of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers, also known as the Strolling Astronomer. This podcast depends upon donations from you, our listeners, to keep it alive. If you do enjoy what you hear on the podcast, you can donate to it via Patreon. You can give up to $35 a month where you receive producer credits on the podcast. You can help us out by going to www.patreon.com slash observersnotebook. And if you'd like to join the ALPO, membership begins at only $14 a year. For more information, I invite you to join us on the internet at www.alpo-astronomy.org. And you can also find the ALPO on Facebook. Just search for ALPO Astronomy. And this here podcast also has a Facebook page as well. Just search for Observer's Notebook. Our guest today is Pamela Shivak. Uh, she's a social media guru uh, on solar observing and solar astronomy. Uh, we had a really nice conversation. I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Here's the podcast with Pamela. All right, I'd like to welcome everybody back to the Observer's Notebook podcast. We have a special guest today, uh, Pamela Shevak from uh, Florida, I believe, right? That's correct. Yeah, and Pamela's involved with some solar observing and uh, solar programs. Uh, so before we get into talking about those, why don't you give everybody a little bit of background about yourself? Okay. Well, thank you, Tim, for having me. Um, my name is Pamela Shivak, and um, apparently you want to know how old I am. I don't need, um. I don't need to know. <laughs> if, you, if you're not comfortable telling people, then that's perfectly fine. Okay. I'm a young 64 years old. Okay. Okay. Um, I was born and raised in Northeast Ohio. Is that uh, why you're a Cleveland Cavalier fan? That's right. Uh, so how do you feel uh, about LeBron coming out and playing for us Lakers? Oh, my gosh. Well, we, we really don't want to talk about that. <laughs> are you no. one of those people that are going to burn his jersey? No, I'm actually okay with that because he came back. He gave us a championship. You know, he gave the Cleveland a boost in the arm that it needed, and if he needs to move on for um, $154 million, more for power four, to him. For four years, yeah. Yeah, who would I'd move anywhere for $154 million <laughs> for four years. I'd even move to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> so how long have you been in Florida? Well, actually, we I was born and raised in Ohio. Right. And then in 2012, we moved to Arizona oh. um, because my husband, Randy Shivax, uh, a crazy obsessed solar imager. He's quite the astrophotographer of solar images. He is quite good. Right. So um, 
Northeast Ohio was not the place to be to do solar, uh, any type of astronomy for that matter, because we were right on the lake and uh, the jet stream comes down and messes with the atmosphere and with the weather. Uh, it just brings clouds and more clouds. And, you know, it's either battleship gray constantly or uh, snowing or raining. So we're like, we're out of here. We actually moved four years before we retired. So we're like, well, what's keeping us in Ohio? Because the only time he could observe was on on a Saturday or Sunday. So, you know, what were the chances of it being clear on two days out of the week? So he's strictly solar astronomy. He strictly is now. Um, um, but, well, this is a part of the story. Okay. Uh, we moved out to uh, Arizona so he could do solar astronomy. We found a job there. We built a house up in uh prescott valley oh nice yeah it was uh five acres fence huge you know clear skies but it took a year for that house to be built so during that time we were traveling around the united states um you know showing up on people's doorsteps because we were homeless at the time mm. um, <laughs> um and so we spent some time down in Florida um, with some friends down here, and I'm like, you know, whining and crying about, wow, I really don't like Arizona. Can we maybe move to Florida? So being the wonderful husband that he is, <laughs> we didn't even move into the new house that we built up in Prescott Valley. We bought some property down here in Cape Coral, and our now in the process of building another new house so we've been homeless now for two years so you're actually going to move into this one though yes <laughs> that's, the plan. that's the plan you're not looking elsewhere <laughs> no no uh, well and so that was we spent six years in arizona and so we came down we packed up everything moved a u-haul down to florida got greeted by hurricane irma Ugh. Yeah, so that was not fun. Um, yeah, that was that was our welcome. So we evacuated for two weeks to our daughter's house in New Orleans, which isn't a bad place to right. have to evacuate to. So here we are in uh, southwest Florida. Great. Now, you're both retired? We are both retired. What did, what did you do when you were employed? I was um, executive administrative assistant to the general manager of a uh, major manufacturing company in Elyria, Ohio, oh. and um, I was also the cost accounting manager there for 20 years, and um, Randy had his own um, CNC machine shop. I, I, he, I've seen that. He, does he still he, have machines? He does not. Okay. Um, as part of the move to Arizona we not only had to pack up a house, a big house that we had for 40 years full of stuff, but he also had to sell everything in his machine shop. So oh. right now he has to run up to uh, Lowe's if he needs a screwdriver. Oh no. <laughs> so he doesn't even have a toolbox. Yeah, he's got a small toolbox. Uh, yeah, I ran, but, I ran CNC machines for years in small machine shops here in California. Oh yeah, That's he fun. um, 
he had a big he had you know machining centers and everything well and that 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 acquiring of the machines was kind of related to him um, building his own um, spectroheliscopes and telescopes and everything so you know he's like oh I want to build a spectroheliscope oh I need this bridge port I need this I need that and suddenly just you know we we outgrew our garage so he had to get a shop and so in order to support the shop he had to get jobs so it was kind of like you know worked work together one precipitated the other it worked work to pay for his hobby <laughs> right yeah expensive hobby yeah wow okay so since you've retired you've moved a couple times now how have you been involved with astronomy well so um I've been married to Randy Shivak for 45 years, plus we dated in high school. So when other girls were going to football games with their boyfriends, I was going to astronomy meetings with <laughs> <laughs> with Randall Shivak, which is okay because, you know, it was meant to be. Um, so he, I knew for a long time that he was solar obsessed. You know, him and his friend built a... a ground their own mirror, built, built a telescope when they were 15. So um, I, you know, I didn't want to be an astronomy widow. <laughs> so, you know, like I go to these star parties and I ask all the guys, where's your wife? Where's your wife? Well, she didn't want to come, you know, they're at home. So it's like, well, I don't want to live like that. So I immersed myself into my husband's astronomy hobby not by being an astronomy astronomer myself, but by being associated um, through social media and with other astronomy and solar related affiliations. Now you you were you are you are also a ALPL solar uh, not a ALPL a, a JPL solar system ambassador. Minute. You there? Can't hear you. Oh, you were also a JPL Solar System Ambassador? Um, yes, I am. Yeah. Well, um, as well as a bunch of other affiliations. Yeah, with the with the ALPO, you're, uh, you're part of the solar section, right, obviously. Right. Okay. So I'm a, um, I'm a NASA JPL Solar System Ambassador. Uh, I'm an ALPO Solar Section Coordinator. I'm a Solar Sidewalk Astronomer Coordinator. I'm an out Astronomy Outreach Network Ambassador. I'm Daystar Filters Social Media Gal. Are you really? The, oh, yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> um, I'm the co-owner of the Solar Activity Facebook group, and I'm the founder of worldwide outreach initiatives such as International Sunday. Uh, that's one thing we definitely want to talk about. Um, and so, you know, that's all the social media part of it is how I stay connected with, you know, Randy's hobby of mm -hmm. astronomy. You know, I don't know all the stars and everything, but, you know, through our, we, we know similar people. We traveled to star party. So we, you know, it's almost like we went to high school together. So we know all the same people. Well, that's the same thing when we travel in these astronomy groups. We all talk about the same people, talk about the same imagers. You know, he gives he gives talks um, on uh, solar imaging and techniques. So you know, we we stay connected that way. Mm -hmm. And 
you know that and that's kind of what I wanted to tell other women out there that they don't have to be at the eyepiece with their husband or know you know all these galaxies and stuff they could just 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 be there mm-hmm. you know w- with them well you've been honored with the Clifford W Holmes award too at RTMC a few years back right Right. Yeah, and, um, I, I knew Cliff, and 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 to be the recipient of that award is quite uh, quite an honor. Well, I didn't realize how big an honor it was at the time, but I was looking at the list of people, and I'm <laughs> like, oh my gosh, <laughs> you know, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations on that. That's quite the honor. Now, do you well, come out to Big Bear for RTMC often, or? Um. Actually, that was our first time. Um. Well, like like I said, being uh, being in the solar field, we uh, we have visited Big Bear several times, and we were um, we knew um, Claude Plymate, okay. uh, who runs who's the uh, chief engineer at the Big Bear Solar Observatory. Yeah, they have so, a very nice solar observatory right on the lake there. Right, it's fantastic. We've been we were there. Huh, a lot of years ago, 40 years ago, and um, so our RTMC was our um, second opportunity to visit the Big Bear Solar Observatory, and um, Claude uh, gave us a private tour, and we 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 stayed with them at their house. So you know th- that was that was pretty amazing. Um, but that that RTMC was kind of the theme was solar, mm-hmm. so. Um, they had um, Space Weather Woman there, and I gave a talk on uh, solar outreach, and Randy gave a talk on his solar imaging, and we just came away with a a, a bunch a bunch of awards. It was fantastic. It was, yeah, it was a great honor. So, the the one thing I wanted to point out about that was that that award was given to individuals quote for their significant contribution to popular popularizing astronomy. So. When I was honored to receive it, um, it's like I said in one of my talks. Sky and Telescope um, once said that the social media is changing the face of astronomy, and um, that's why we're on know, a podcast right now. <laughs> right. So you know, for them to recognize that the efforts that I do, even though I mean we do do outreach a mm-hmm. lot. You know, we take actually physically take our solar equipment out to, you know, different star parties. And when we were in Arizona, we went to our local park every single day that it was sunny. And, you know, that's <laughs> that's another reason why I'm glad <laughs> we moved because now we could do less of that. True. But anyway, you know, the social media part of it is like you can reach so many people through social media. I mean, it's exponentially um, a way to to get the word out there and to, you know, plan these events and get people involved and, you know, make generally make a pest of yourself. And, um, I've been told that more than once. (laughs) Not you, Pamela. By some very high people, uh, you know. Well, that's good. I've been told I'm a pest too when I bug people to come on the podcast. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So how did you get involved with the ALPO? Well, um, our good friend, Rick Hill, who's the ELPO solar section coordinator, but he's head of that. Um, I knew him when we were out in Arizona because he's down in Tucson, and he came up to um, some of the Prescott Valley Astronomy Clubs, and 
I met him down at some of the imaging conferences that were uh, down at the um, Astronomy Expo that I also helped coordinate. So um, he he sees me on or saw me on social media, and we started private messaging. And so he recruited me to be, um, you know, the social media presence for for Alpo. So I recently was upgraded from acting solar section coordinator to a full-fledged coordinator. So Congratulations there. That's, a, that's that. a bump in pay, I think, too, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. okay. Now, now, I've seen you on the Facebook uh, with your solar activity group and also the International Sunday, but first, I want, let's talk about the solar activity group that you have. Talk. What is that? Okay, so... Um, our solar activity group came about when, well, it's approaching 25,000 members worldwide. Wow. So it's, it started when, um, like I said, we were all, uh, went to astronomy meetings when we were in high school. Um, Randy and his friend John O'Neill, well, they both actually worked at the steel mill as well. When they, so he's known John that long? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and you know they both worked at the steel mill. Like that was the Ford plant and steel mill in, in Ohio was about the the yeah. only thing right out of high school to go into. Right. So um, we all went to the Black River Astronomical Society club meetings, and so you know they they became friends that way. You know, so it's you know over forty years. So John and his wife moved down to North Carolina, and Randy and I moved out to Arizona. So they were both you know, both into solar solar imaging and needed to, you know, talk back and forth. So John decided a good way to keep in touch with Randy and what he's doing solar-wise was to create this solar activity Facebook group. And then I'd like to think because of my marketing and social media efforts that it just, like, exploded. <laughs> we just, I guess the word just got out and people just started joining and, um, yeah. Well, you've had so. How many years ago did it start? Uh, it, in 2012. That's when the solar activity group started. Right. So in about six years, you you're up to 25. How did you do that? How, I, how being the social media guru, give me some of your tricks to to get people to come to that site. What did you do? Well, you know, you just keep. You just keep posting things, and then you 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 mm, you troll other groups, and you like see, you know, other people that post things, or just other people who are interested in, in solar astronomy, and you you kind of recruit them to well, you know, post things on our board, you know, and there's like-minded people who can help novices, and there's. Um, people that are you know experienced like randy and john and who can uh, help new people or there's people that are seasoned that you know that do extraordinary work and it just it's just you know good to to share that yeah that, I don't know. Fa- that facebook group has like a photo of the day right yeah. yeah picture of the day um sometimes it's it's sometimes it's easy to pick picture of the day um, and sometimes it's hard because there's like so many and, you know, you, you don't want to slight people. You don't want to not pick them, but there's just, it's this so overwhelming talent out there from 
from uh, backyard amateur astronomers and you know the solar too is is what's what we like what i like to promote what we promote on solar activity because you know people don't even realize that you can safely look at the sun you know we take our we take our uh, scopes out to the park and stuff and they're like in broad daylight they're like what are you looking at <laughs> well we're looking at the sun and they're like oh can you do that and so we go into our our spiel about how we have a special filter and you know let them look and they're like when we hear a wow when they look at the, mm-hmm. the eyepiece i mean even kids when they say wow we know that you got them we got them yeah, yeah. so that that's really gratifying that's good. Now, how how do you get the photographs that you post on the Solar Activity Group? Well, from our from our members, okay. they yeah, different you know all around the world. They um, they set up their equipment and they take pictures. There's in process, you know, they process them and they post them on our group just for the general benefit of the the group. And okay, then, then I, you go, you go through those, right? Ah. Okay. Right. Yeah. That's cool. So that brings me to International Sunday. Okay. What is International Sunday? So, like I like I said, um, I, I spend a lot of time on uh, solar activity, promoting world ri- worldwide outreach events, and International Sunday is one of them. So, um, I guess I'm the founder of it because it was my brainchild. It was mm-hmm. my idea. So. Um, basically, I'm like, look at all these star parties we go to, all these people bringing their scopes and these large events and there's food trucks and cabins and all this stuff. I'm like, why isn't there a solar star party? So I was kind of frustrated by that. I'm like, oh, I want to, I want to organize one, but, um, (laughs) As, as a lot of organizers of star parties can probably tell you that uh, it's not for the faint of heart and it's a big responsibility to do that. You know, it's not only logistics, like, oh, where do we have it and when? And it's like, you know, the whole organizing of it. Oh. You yeah. know. Um, it's like they say 10% of the people who do 100% of the work. <laughs> Yeah, it's been, yeah, I've been part of that. Yeah, so have I. So, uh, I'm like, I'm a social media person. Why don't I, I uh, use the power of social media and have a sort of virtual star solar star party? So, that was my big aha moment when I'm like, Wow, I can organize a world ride. That is so hard to say. (laughs) Edit that out. (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, you're bad. I can organize a worldwide outreach event from my kitchen table. So a Um, virtual star party. Well, I don't like. I don't like to say virtual because I don't know. It's social media, virtual. It's virtual and real at the same time because. when I contact people to participate in International Sunday, they're they're doing a real thing. They're setting up. Well, they're celebrating the sun on a on a 
particular day or week. And usually I decided that it should be around the, the summer solstice. Um, so June 21st in that time frame? Yeah. So, you know, instead of a specific day, and because June, the solstice doesn't always fall right. on a convenient Saturday or Sunday, um, it's like, or I, you know, I, I made it broad enough for people to say, um, to have it that day, that week, that month, anything, you know, around the summer solstice, anything they want to do to participate in the celebration of the sun that I dubbed International Sunday. So this is a once a year event. It's a it's a once a year event, correct? Okay, but there isn't a set day. It's just a time sometime close to the summer solstice. Right, right. And so the the concept is you know contacting astronomy clubs and planetariums and libraries and anyone who will listen to me um, to to encourage them to set up a you know have a public outreach event like they were like they normally probably would if they have an astronomy club they usually you know uh schedule solar events right so anyway in their own town uh, if they want to connect it to a uh another event that's going on a festival or you know whatever okay. whatever brings the biggest crowd because then Again, it's the exponential part of that. They, if they hand out, if they have a line of people that come through, that look through solar scopes, and they hand out brochures and they hand out information about the the sun. Well, you know, all those people are going to go back and tell other people what they did, and blah blah blah, so on and so on. So, you know, the 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 power of the internet that I can contact like hundreds of astronomy clubs and planetariums planetariums and individuals and libraries and uh, astronomy clubs that they have members you know that that um, participate and they they promote it on in their hometown in their country they have newspaper articles they have TV they have radio they have all kinds of media show up for the event so it's just like it just snowballs and it just um it's really gratifying um like i've seen pictures of one little guy in the netherlands on his scooter going around setting up in a little village to um to a place in mexico that had thousands of people show up for their event um that's amazing yeah now, now do, so, you, do you have, do you have flyers and things like that that you can hand out or that people can print for, at their different sites? Well, I have um, I have an international Sunday Facebook page um, that people can go to and they can use our banner picture or they can use the um, the logo that I put up. But people are really you know these these astronomy clubs they have a lot of talented graphic artists and mm. and people that do their normal yearly um, advertising for for their events so they the the Facebook group is just full of really creative um, graphics that people have made for their their own events but the point is that you know they advertise International Sunday as sort of the orbit around the, the, the common page of the the international Sunday group, you know, they all have their events and then they post pictures on 
my International Sunday page. Yeah, I've seen those. It's pretty amazing. They've had them all over the world. Oh, yeah. And it's so cool because I have a friend down in uh, um, down in Australia who usually kicks off the International Sunday event. So it's like, is it the next day? I don't know. It's It's usually... How does that work? Anyway, he kicks it off, and then it goes all around the world to the different, different, uh, different countries, and it's pe- countries that I've never would have thought would participate. Or like, oh my gosh, I just got someone from Tunisia and uh, you know, the south of France and the the UK, and that's yeah, that, that's a, the power of the internet. I know it's it's really good. It's like when I look at where the downloads are coming from this podcast. I don't know anybody in those countries, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now have, you just recently had it, then like a couple weeks ago. Do you have an idea of how many groups or planetariums participated this year? Well, like I said, um, in the past, uh, I've been I was so busy traveling through multi-state um, events with celebrating our own international Sunday that I really, you know, didn't, didn't keep count, but you know, there's at least 30 countries and just hundreds, uh, hundreds of astronomy clubs. Um, so we, we just recently traveled to, um, Jacksonville, Florida for our first international Sunday event that, uh, Dr. Mike Reynolds organized at the, um, Jacksonville Museum of Science and History, which was, it was really hot, but that was, mm. you know, I was so grateful for him to... Mike's a great guy. Yeah, to, to do that. Um, then we went up to um, North Carolina and had another International Sunday event there with our with our friends, the O'Neills at Mitchell College. And then we traveled up to Washington, D.C. for the Astronomy on the Mall event that... Um, Bob Moore and the uh, college up there put on. So, so this is your job, basically. <laughs> it's, I know, solar outreach is your is your your thing right my, now. Right, right. Well, and before that, um, in the in the spring, we traveled up to Neef and Neak in in New York, mm-hmm. and Randy gave a talk on solar imaging there. And then from New York, we went out to the Texas Star Party, and so now, um, where are we going? So now, let's see, the end of, um, well, it was, it was supposed to be at the end of July, but in August, now it's moved to uh, August 4th, but we're excited to go over to the Space Coast oh. to, yeah, to watch the uh, launch of the Parker Solar Probe. Right. So we're going to be camping over there. Um, I'm Cape Canaveral at Jetty Park and uh, that I'm, I'm so excited about that because that would be our very first launch that I've ever seen uh. um, and you know now that I live in Florida it's only like a two hour drive over to the Space Coast but we're going to we're going to camp for we plan on camping 10 days so we hope it doesn't get scrubbed and that we have to use that whole 10 days but I'm excited because that it's a, uh, not just a launch, but it's a solar-related launch. It's NASA's mission to the sun. Uh, it's, it's a satellite that's going to get 
super close to the sun and send back a lot of uh, a lot of useful data, you know, to the the scientists. So it's like it's all it's all coming together. You know, it's all it's still a solar related launch. It's our first launch. It's like we don't. It's it just uh, going to be a mini vacation because none of us have to give any talks. <laughs> there you there's go. no there's no pressure to do that, and so it's like really looking forward. Yeah, rocket that. launches are amazing. Um, yeah, I I can't wait. Oh, that's good. So, so af- after cool. that, though, we're we're headed out to um, Daystar Solar Fest um, in Missouri. And then after that, we're going to the Okie Tech Star Party, where Randy and John both will be speaking. Wow. So you're just traveling <clears throat> all over the country. <laughs> right. I know. It's like, I don't... That's what people ask, like, why are you building a new house? Why are you, I was just going to say, why are you building a house? You're never going to be in it. <laughs> right. So we'll see. We had uh, 2018 all planned out, so we'll we'll see what, uh, what we have planned for uh, 2019. I might just want to stay home a little bit. There you go. I don't, th- I don't think that's in your DNA. No, it's not, because <laughs> I am lying, as a matter of fact. I, have, <laughs> I, I can have, tell. Uh, you're, you're planning things out months in advance. I am. Um, well, I already have plans to go to the Winter Star Party, and I hope that it's at the, the, the Florida Keys, you know, this year. That the, it, the, the location kind of got wiped out by the hurricane. Right. So they had it up in Chiefland this year, which, which we did go to. I'm like, I finally moved to Florida. And I want to go to the Winter Star Party, and they don't have it in the Florida Keys. Ugh. But, but fingers are crossed because things are, uh, the infra- they're rebuilding the infrastructure. So the the plan is to have it down there in uh, February of two ni- 2019. So that's definitely on my uh, schedule. In your plans. Yes. Well, well, that's good. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to add about solar observing or or the work you guys are doing, or if people um, want to get a hold of you or contact you know do plans next year for for um, uh, in an international sunday yeah international sunday you know when should they or is there a site that they should go to well the 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 facebook page for international sunday um the url is www.facebook.com slash group slash i n t l S-U-N-D-A-Y. So they can ask to join the group. They can contact me through Facebook. They just need to get it on their uh, next year's agenda and just spread the word. And I hope you spread the word. And um, I, I did want to mention about my my wonderful husband, Randy Shabak, who, um, who's the reason I did get into, connected to uh, solar astronomy. I mean, he's... He's a fabulous solar imager. He has his own uh, Facebook page with his images. He's been uh, NASA's picture of the day. His uh, image of Sunspot 2192 was in Discover Magazine. Right. Um, he's just, he's a... Uh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. I've met him. He's, ta- <laughs> <laughs> he's very inspirational, and uh, he's willing to help anybody, so... Um, it's it's been a good uh, forty five plus year. Well, congratulations and, on that! I know that's not easy. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, so we, and good for you to you know supporting your husband's 
passion by making it yours. Well, it's like that's that's you don't see either, that. You either lick them or you join them. So. <laughs> yep. That's how I stay connected. That's good. Now, do you have an email address or anything like that you'd like to share, or just contact you through the Facebook page? Uh, the Facebook page is is good. All right. Well, Pamela, I hope this wasn't too scary <laughs> for you. <laughs> and I and I want to thank you for coming on the podcast today. All right. Uh, well, thank you for having me, and uh, maybe we'll do it again sometime. <laughs> yeah, maybe next year, right before, uh, maybe a month out ahead of uh, the event next year, we can come on and talk about it and get a little promotion going. Or you can show up at uh, Daystar Solar Fest. I could do I that. Need, I need get... to prom- I need to promote that too. <laughs> All right, we could do that. All right, we'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Well, that'll do it for this episode of the Observer's Notebook Podcast. Again, I want to thank Pamela Shevak for coming on and being our special guest. We upload a new episode of the Observer's Notebook every few weeks. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. If you do, please rate and review us. I really appreciate it. And you can now listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Echo. You can also help support the podcast by donating to it via Patreon. For $35 a month, you'll receive one year's membership to the ALPO and producer credits on the podcast. And with that, I want to thank the producer of this podcast, Steve Seidentop, for his continued generous support of the Observer Notebook. The link for Patreon as well as the link for the ALPO is in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of me, you can get me through email at cometman at cometman.net or on Twitter at, at ObserversNBPod. If you want to join the ALPO, membership begins at only $14 a year. You can find out more at ALPO-Astronomy.org. Until next time, my hope is that you always have clear and steady skies. Thanks for listening.